and welcome to the Women Talk Tech podcast, brought to you by KPMG's Women in Tech community, a podcast dedicated to sharing stories about women by women within the tech space. I'm Sinead. By day, I'm a KPMG communications lead, and by night, I'm an advocate for those looking to enter the tech space, even if they have no formal tech background like me. I'll be your host, and we'll be joined by Christine Andrew. Christine, thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. I'm Christine Andrew, Managing Director of Digital at KPMG and Co-Chair of KPMG's Women in Technology Community. I'm also VP for ID&E for the American Marketing Association. I'm really excited to be here with you today, Sinead. Sinead and I have worked together over the past two years at Digital at KPMG. I'm looking forward to the discussion today on how we can all create more inclusion and diversity in our operations, products, and services to help enable greater equity in the tech space and beyond. And I want to call out that these are ideas only. ID&E is an evolving space, and we're all on a journey to learn and collectively strive to do better and understand each other's experiences as we all strive to help more effectively support each other. Thanks, Christine. So I'm going to start off with my first question, and that is, in my opinion, the pre-COVID world arguably was less inclusive when it came to inclusion, diversity, and equity, or what I call ID&E. What does the current ID&E landscape look like in our virtual world? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. So the pandemic forced not only an acceleration of technology, but it also put a much needed spotlight on race, gender, persons with disabilities and their inequalities, among others. And I think at the same time, social injustices became much more prominent in the media and more widely understood. So it's probably fair to say that most of us have become more aware of our inequalities and our own privileges. And many of us have hopefully had the realization that there's still a ton of work to be done. So that being said, there have been some positive advancements in technology to help support and foster greater inclusion. You know, we've seen that technology is playing a key role in creating corporate environments that encourage more constructive discourse and empower underrepresented employees. You know, for example, here at KPMG, we've set up virtual and in-person communities such as KPMG's Women in Technology community and our Indigenous Peoples Network. These groups allow those who may be facing similar experiences to connect and support each other in meaningful ways. We've also seen a rise in HR tools to support greater diversity in the workplace, including hiring technology that strips away identifiable characteristics from resumes that are not related to the job, leading to a fair hiring process and hopefully more diverse talent pool. We've also seen a rise in virtual learning for unconscious bias training with the ability to reach many more people than we previously could in a traditional classroom environment. I totally agree that there's still a ton of work to be done by us all, but what are a few things that all leaders, designers, organizations can keep in mind as it relates to ID&E moving forward? I think one of the most important things is to interrupt our own biases because we all have them. While technology advancements can give organizations tools to better promote diversity and inclusion, as humans still need to put in the hard work. So as we plan for the future, I think we all need to remember to design for all of our diverse communities because diversity impacts more than just workplace culture. It brings new and profitable innovation opportunities. We know that a narrow lens can result in a narrow audience, and there's less patience in society now for technology and teams that are not inclusive or worse, overtly biased. So we need to all challenge ourselves. For example, the next time you're brainstorming, building a product, or starting a new initiative, you consider the DEI angle. Have you considered different types of users or how users with different backgrounds may experience the product or solution? Does everyone else who's working on the project look like you? If so, how can you bring in different perspectives? How can you listen more? Can you assign a biased challenger role to help the team think differently? 
these are just a few ideas. There's lots of great thinking now regarding how we can all foster more diverse work environments. I love the bias challenger you mentioned, Christine. That's a great idea. I recommend everyone listening follows those tips. So we know that diversity is proven to be a key driver of innovation, but how does diversity impact the bottom lines, Christine? So there's a lot of great research out there around the positive correlation between diversity and business outcomes. For example, a recent Forbes article noted that diverse teams produce 19% more revenue, which is a significant jump if you think about it. Results also show that diverse companies develop more relevant products as the developers and teams are more in tune with customers' diverse and changing needs. So we're fresh into 2022. Christine, what do you think the future looks like for inclusive tech? While there's still a long way to go, there are some promising developments on the horizon. According to the Forrester Predictions for 2022 report, bias bounties will become more prevalent moving forward. These bounties are modeled on bug bounties, which reward users who detect problems in software, which many of you listening might be familiar with. In the case of bias bounties, users are rewarded for identifying bias in AI systems. This past year, a major social media player launched the first bias bounty and awarded 3,500 to a student who proved that the platform's image cropping algorithm favored lighter, slimmer, and younger faces. This sets a precedent that we're not only trying to design better, but we're also encouraging people to spot errors and fix them, which is a great mindset to have. We've also seen that more and more tech organizations are attempting to address bias within their own design teams and setting their own internal mandates to ensure that products address diversity and protect against any bias, race included. That same Forrester's report is also predicting that there will be an increased commitment to accessibility, which means an increase in technologies and services that are accessible. In fact, they're predicting that in 2022, 10 billion, and that's billion with a B, in design spending will shift to vendors and services that commit to accessibility. So there's tons of opportunity for growth here. I think it's also promising to note that we saw a jump in the number of organizations focused on ID&E. In 2021, 20% of organizations created their first ever diversity inclusion programs. So I'm optimistic that this trend will continue into 2022. Christine, thank you so, so much for joining us today on this episode of Women Talk Tech, brought to you by the KPMG Women in Technology community. Until next time, connect with us on social and take care. 